Today's episode is brought to you by University Credit Union. University Credit Union could help you lower your monthly mortgage payment by refinancing to near historically low rates. Now is the time to save, so bank with your brain. Visit ucu.org to refinance your mortgage today. NMLS ID number 409731. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for Conversations with Craig. LMU Athletic Director Craig Pintins takes you behind the scenes with the Lions, the West Coast Conference, and Collegiate Athletics. And now, our host, Athletic Director Craig Pintins. Welcome to episode 13 of Conversations with Craig. Today we're joined by two of our softball student athletes. We've got Morgan DeBoard and Des Moreno here on episode 13. And as we typically do, we dedicate the episode to an athlete that wore number 13. And I really wanted to dedicate it to uh, either Coach Flowers, but she, she wore number 11. Uh, when she played with the Olympic team. And I also wanted to dedicate it to somebody on the softball team that wore 13, but it turns out that is an unlucky number because nobody on softball wears it. So you could have gone with Steve Nash, obviously in the WCC, Santa Clara. You could go with Dan Marino, who wore number 13, but we're going to go with Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt the Stilt wore number 13, one of the greatest NBA players of all time, and obviously uh, played for some of his career with the Los Angeles Lakers. So now that we have that out of the way, let's get to the real thing. We've got joined by two softball players coming off a weekend sweep against UC Riverside. What did it feel like to kind of get that sweep, uh, playing really well, scoring a lot of runs, not really allowing a lot of runs either? What, what was that like? What did, what did it feel like on the bus ride back yesterday? Oh, it was awesome. Our bus driver actually brought out a broom right away. And uh, Coach Misha was going down the line sweeping. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah, and I would say it was just like nice to like, finally break it open. I feel like we had kind of, we went off of like a kind of a couple losses and then to come into Riverside and just win all three games like the feeling was amazing. So and, and let's talk about that for a second. Currently sitting at six and five on the season, but you've played an extremely tough schedule, uh, a schedule full of teams that are perennially in the NCAA tournament. How is that schedule going to prepare you for WCC play in a couple weeks? It's going to challenge us. Um, we have been playing some really great teams and we're going to continue to play some really great teams. So you know, just all of that is in preparation for the WCC. And Coach T always talks about we're not winning the WCC today. So everything that we do leading up to that is a process. And we're learning from it. We're growing from it. And just in the short 11 games that we've played so far, I've seen so much growth and so much learning. Everything that goes on, we work on it in practice. And it's it's awesome. So especially from this weekend, it was awesome to see, like Morgan said, kind of breaking it open and seeing what we're capable of. Yeah, Des said that great. I, I would agree. I love playing harder, like better teams in the beginning of season. So then when it comes end of season, like we know we're prepared for what we have to come. And obviously you, you went through a transition uh, from coaches, coach Sammy Ward, 
uh, Strins was here and, and obviously played here. So very difficult decision for her to, to leave and, and go to Texas Tech. And that happens in the fall, in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, we didn't take long to, to find a new coach. And so we have Coach Flowers. What does Coach Flowers bring uh, to LMU? I would say um, the knowledge and the experience that she's bringing to the team is amazing. Like, I can't express it enough. And like, I know, like, I feel like not everybody gets to say they play under an Olympian, which is amazing. So I just, I just know that like, she's going to do great things for this program. Yes, I agree 100%. She's honestly like the goat of softball, greatest of all time. And just knowing her resume and like all of her accomplishments, uh, when she was first hired, I was honestly a little bit intimidated, like knowing, oh my God, like that's going to be my coach. That's crazy. But she came in, like Morgan said, with so much knowledge and experience and like fire and just all this energy and she made the transition so flawless for us she really took the time to get to know each and every one of us and it's been awesome she's been great well coach flowers certainly is a, a great coach and even a better person and I think that comes through despite all of her accomplishments she's extremely humble uh, which is a, a pretty endearing quality as well and just a really positive person really looking forward to uh, whatever the, the season holds for the rest of the year. And, and obviously going forward, I think we, we've got a, a great one in Coach Flowers. Morgan, let's talk about basketball because <laughs> women's basketball, they're, they're low on numbers. How did that come about? Here we are at the beginning of the basketball season. I'm tuning in and I watched you play a little bit in the spring before the season got cut short. And here we are and I see you out on the basketball court, I think against USC right in the first game. Yeah. Yeah. They threw me in there first game. I was two days into practice and they threw me into the game. Um, really what happened is just, I mean, it all happened so quickly. They were just like, we need numbers. They were asking athletes and I was like, yeah, I've played like I played before. And so she reached out to me and it was funny because the day she texted me, she was like, Oh, we have practice in an hour. You want to come? And I was like, laying in bed like what no but so I went and it was amazing like I can't express enough how grateful I was for that opportunity like the girls were so welcoming the first day I was there it's like I felt like I was a part of the team which I loved and then just like getting that new challenge like something new to like get better as an athlete was just amazing and oh I miss them so much too <laughs> how did how did the cross training help you when you actually you know, had to stop playing basketball and, and get ready for, for softball, because obviously basketball is pretty intensive. And so it, it did probably take a little bit of time away from your softball prep, but in, in theory, that can also help you because it takes your mind off of it for a little bit. How did it make you a better softball player? Cause you're having a, a great season thus far. Thank you. Um, well, it put me in amazing shape. Like I came back in the spring we did do running testing and I have never ran my 300 yard shuttles so fast. And I was actually talking to the softball coaches about it and they were like, yeah, do you think this is the best shape you've ever been in? And I said, oh yeah, for sure. Because just like running in basketball practice all the time, like you don't really realize how much you're running until you actually have to do like some sort of other drill. But um, I think it definitely prepared me a ton just to like keep me in shape and everything like that. Um, Obviously, the sports are a little different, but playing basketball definitely helped me on the softball field. 
No, it, it, it definitely has, has paid great dividends for you. Uh, Des, let's talk about the, the start you're off to. Uh, you're, you've hit a couple home runs. Uh, you're currently, your OPS is sitting at 861, and you might not even know all this, so I'm just reading off where you're at right now. 344 on base and, and 517 slugging. What has your approach been at the plate this year, and has it changed at all uh, with the change in, in coaching staff? Oh yeah, definitely. I think I've uh, I've grown a lot in my three years now that I've been at LMU. Um, this is my fifth year of college overall. So I think just all of my experiences and everything that I've been through, um, I can honestly say that I've never felt more confident in myself going up to the box than I have uh, this year. And that definitely has everything to do with our new coaching staff and just all the physical drills that we do along with all the mental drills that we do. Um, they really take pride in like the mental game and I've really bought into it. This whole team has really bought into it. So that's been awesome. Uh, coach Misha, she's the hitting coach and she's been awesome. I mean, we watch film, we do a lot of drills that have been great. And um, yeah, I can honestly say that this is, this is the best season I've had so far. It does, you know, last year the season gets cut short and it is, you know, technically your, your senior year. Mm -hmm. uh, what was that like? What were the emotions like of, okay, I might be done playing softball collegiately. And then obviously uh, being able to, to find the funding to, to be able to bring you back for a fifth year. What was that roller coaster like in the, in the spring or have you blocked it out completely uh, from, from what it was like? Oh, it was definitely a roller coaster. Um, especially cause it happened so like slowly. I feel, uh, it started off with first, we weren't allowed to have fans at our tournament and then just our tournament for that weekend was canceled. And then they were like, okay, two weeks. And then I remember I was, uh, I was driving in the rain and I was getting all these notifications and people were like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what's happening. And then I found out that the season had ended and, um, yeah, that was, that was crazy. I was crying, bawling my eyes out. Cause I, I knew I wasn't done, you know, it was so abrupt just in the middle of the season. And I, I love this game so much. I mean, I just love sports in general. Um, so I was ready, you know, I, I heard that the NCAA was going to grant an extra year of eligibility. So I was kind of just waiting on, hopefully the school has money. Like hopefully I can get the opportunity to come back and, uh, Coach Sammy back then, she called me, told me, it's a go. We want you back. And with no hesitation, I was like, yes, bring me back. I'm not done yet. I want to keep playing. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity because now I'm here and I, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have got the chance to play with Coach T, Coach Misha, Coach Conrad. So it's been awesome. Well, that, that's fantastic and, and such a great perspective and, and really thankful that you are back uh, because Obviously, like I said, uh, when we introduced Taraya, uh, we've got some unfinished business in terms of WCC play. So yes, looking, forward, looking forward to that. Morgan, what do you miss most about not having people on campus? What do you miss most about LMU not having that active community? Because it is such an amazing campus and such a vibrant campus when students are here. So what do you miss the most? Um, well, I would say I'm a very social person, 
So just like randomly seeing my friends around campus being like, oh my gosh, how are you? And like giving them like a big hug. I miss hugging people. I don't know if that's how most people feel. So hugging is, hugging is at the top of the list of, of what you miss the most. It really is. Yeah. And the bluff. I love the bluff view and just the views of the whole campus. It's gorgeous. So obviously like I'm great. I'm thankful we still get to see it every day as athletes, but I know a lot of people do miss it. Yeah. Well, it, it, not hard to believe that you're, you're social. There, there's somebody who you were talking to here who joined the basketball team on an hour's notice uh, and then played in a game a couple of days later. So that, that would strike me as, as pretty social. What about you, Des? What do you, what do you miss most about having everybody else here? Yeah, I think the same, just like seeing different faces. It feels so lonely sometimes, you know, with the school being so empty. Um, I miss walking around on campus because our campus is gorgeous. And it's like the best part of my day sitting on the bluff. Um, but yeah, I think also just playing in front of fans. That was nice, you know. I miss my parents being able to be there, but at least they get to watch on the stream. So that's nice. <laughs> No, no doubt. What about the, uh, when you, you came back, obviously we had kind of redone the field, you know, from a branding standpoint. Um, what, what has that felt like just to kind of have a, a brand new, in a way, at least from a, a look standpoint, Smith Field? It's beautiful. I love it. I honestly, I love being able to walk up and see the LMU softball field. Like it's one of the best feelings ever. Just knowing that you're there and getting that opportunity to be there. It's awesome. And it's, it's beautiful. It was beautifully redone. All right. Well, great stuff. What, what do we need to look for the rest of the year? You know, you kind of, again, have, have turned the corner, obviously offensively had a great weekend. Uh, what do we have to look forward to the rest of the way against obviously some very tough competition, some top 25 teams, and then getting into WCC play? We need to look forward to some wins. That's for sure. There you go, Morgan. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, but I would say like one of the non-conference teams I'm most looking forward to is playing Team Mexico. Just because I just yeah. think it's like an amazing opportunity and not a lot of teams get to say that they played a national team, let alone, let alone they come to their home field to play us. So I'm excited for that for sure. Yeah, I think you can expect a lot of energy too. I think this team is just full of it and our, our coaching staff does a really great job of bringing out the best in us. So you can expect some really good games coming up. All right, let's talk about that energy because softball is so unique, college softball. You have all these different cheers. It almost feels like other sports have really stolen from softball, especially during the pandemic, because softball has been doing it for years. You have different handshakes, different cheers. How, do, how does that originate? Like, how, does, how do you try something out and then it just kind of sticks? And who, who on the team is the, originate, the biggest originator of the different cheers that you do? I think, I mean, there's a lot of players, but I think the funniest one is always Paige. Um, she always has the funniest things to say. Or like yesterday, they were all like jumping up and down um, on the bench. And then this foul ball was hit and Alyssa just reaches up and snags the foul ball and they all started screaming. It was amazing. Um, but I think they do like an amazing job of keeping our energy up. And when it comes to just like random cheers, I think we all just kind of start screaming and yelling and then sometimes like things just flow and I think we work well together when it comes to energy. 
Yeah, sometimes somebody says something and then everyone else is like, oh, that's funny. And then we just kind of continue it. Um, yeah, so a lot of the originators, probably like Megan Diedrich, she does a really good job of starting stuff in the infield. That's really funny um, when we like huddle up in our little circle. And then Paige, she's another big one with the, with the SpongeBob references. I'm always hearing them, so that's awesome. No, we, we talked a little bit at the open about superstition, and that's probably a big reason why nobody's wearing number 13. What do you have to do pregame or, you know, prior to an at-bat that is kind of your own superstition that you, you know, it's a repetitive thing that you do all the time? I mean, you have to have one or multiple, so fire away. <laughs> um, so when I was younger, I was a really huge fan of Justin Bieber. I was a believer, like you are, that's awesome. Hey, you gotta <laughs> you gotta believe in something. Yeah, definitely. So um especially this season, I've been listening to his songs a lot because he he's on a comeback right now, let me tell you all. But um so he's one of my favorite artists, and I always like there's no doubt about it. When I get in the car on the way to the field, I put on his album and I listen to it and I just put it on full blast, have my windows up and I'm singing at the top of my lungs. And that just like gets me in a good like game day mood. And uh, I think on deck sometimes too, I'll sing his songs in my head. And as I'm walking up, it just gets me in that good mood. <laughs> so, so what's your walk up? Do you have a, is it a Justin Bieber song for your walk up song or is that no, too much? No, it's is not. I, uh, <laughs> it's not, but I play it in my head. So it's, it's okay. <laughs> So you basically have Justin Bieber playing in your head, and then you have a, an additional walk-up song. What's your walk-up song? Um, one of them is Rockstar by Post Malone. So okay. that's like a, like that's a solid. nice, good feel. Yeah, it's like a good beat walking up. And then my other one is uh, it's called Agua, and it's from the SpongeBob movie, the new SpongeBob movie. <laughs> this is a team of SpongeBob. I, I, yeah. I, Never knew until today, so I'm fascinated. Oh, yeah, if you ever come out, you'll hear all these references from the dugout. It's so funny. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to pay closer attention. I might have to, I usually like to be down the left field line, but I might have to go over by your dugout just to, so I can hear what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> okay, Morgan, I don't know if you can top that. That That's pretty, I mean, I really wasn't expecting Justin Bieber to be referenced at all today, but it happened. So Morgan, what are your superstitions? I don't think I was expecting Justin Bieber either, to be <laughs> honest. Um, I guess like what I, cause I, I play better when I'm loose and I have a lot of energy. Um, so I kind of do the same thing Des does when I'm on my way to the field, it is kind of blast music, not Justin Bieber, but other music usually, um, anything that gets me like ready. And then I always have to have coffee in the morning. I'm a, I'm a coffee drinker. Um, but superstitions, I guess. I just, like, need to be in my head and remind myself, like, I'm good. I can do this. Like, believe in myself type of thing. Um, but I, I don't really have anything as spectacular as Des does. No, I, I, that, that pretty much topped. You, you were in a no-win situation there, Morgan, to be honest. I mean, you, you had an 0-2 count to start that question. <laughs> I mean, it was not, not good at all. So here's a, a legitimate question. What's your go-to coffee? If you're not in Oregon, so you don't have Dutch Bros. So what is your go-to coffee normally and then here? Um, I we're just not sponsored kinda... by anybody, so you can feel free to... to <laughs> with whoever perfect um I don't know I usually just get iced coffee from Starbucks okay 
Um, I like it black, but sometimes I put some milk in it. So it's pretty simple. <laughs> are you are you Dutch bros when you're back home? Um, yeah, but not really their coffee, more of like their energy. Energy drinks? Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I miss it. I forget you're from Oregon. Or yeah, you no, I, w I was there for a while and uh, Dutch Bros was a, a big, big partner of ours at the other school I previously worked at. So very familiar with, with the, the windmills, so to say. All right. Well, this has been really enjoyable. Really looking forward to watching your team play the rest of the year. I think we have a legitimate chance at not only winning the WCC, but if that doesn't work out, and we've got a great chance in an at-large bid with the trajectory of this team and where we're playing. So congrats on the great start. Really looking forward to watching your teams play. And um, anything else you want to add at the end of this? Go Lions! <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it. This has been Conversations with Craig. Lions, thank you for listening to Conversations with Craig. Join us next month as LMU Athletic Director Craig Pintons continues to take you behind the scenes with the Lions.